Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with me here today as we talk about moving from fear to faith, rejuvenizing your fear and replacing it with a real truth and faith in yourself. Replacing fear, rejuvenating your faith, rejuvenating the very essence of who you are. Um, it's so important that we, in our mind, our bodies, and in our spirit, really, truly understand, know, and develop who we are. What is the thing that makes us stand out in the world? And then we have the vitality to be able to really, truly do that thing. And a lot of times, you know, the older we get, the more worn down by life, the, the no's we get from people who we wished were clients, all of that kind of stuff comes together and we find ourselves less than. And what we really need to do is find a way to rejuvenate our vitality, to really truly, uh, you know, plug the engine that is us, mind, body, and spirit, into the battery charger, if you will, and really truly have that energy. You know, sometimes we refer to it as youthful energy. Um, you know, I always think of more like toddler energy. Um, you know, they get up first thing in the morning, happy, excited, big smiles on their face, ready to take on the world, you know, and even when they're so tired they can't even keep their head up, their face is falling asleep in their dinner, you know, when it comes time to go to bed, they're like, no, I'm not tired, I don't want to go to bed, right? They just, mind, body, and spirit have that really, truly deeply impactful energy. And we all need to know and have in our own lives the ability, the capability um, to really truly rejuvenate ourselves and get to that place where we have a zest for life, a love for life, that we really truly are thriving in all that we do. So today, let's take a look at it. Let's talk to some experts find some initiatives maybe even that we can do and really truly rejuvenate ourselves to move from fear to faith to have that rejuvenated powerful life as a thriving entrepreneur. Let's jump into our very first interview. Join me in welcoming Shar Fantanels. How are you today, Shar? I'm doing amazing. Hi, Steve. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Yeah. Um, I am the CEO and founder of Confidence by Shar. And really, the company was born out of a couple of tragedies. And I think we're going to talk about that today. But we are a wellness company that focuses on vitality and health at 
every age and every stage of life. Mm. So for people who maybe don't know or aren't living it, define for us what vitality and health really means. Well, you know, um, a lot of times when we talk about confidence, we think that we need confidence and it's an outward appearance. And while that does help you, you know, sometimes when you look good on the outside, you feel more confident. That's, that is really not where I think confidence comes from. I think it's, uh, it's an energy and it's something that also begins when you feel good on the inside, when you're healthy and feeling vibrant and you have a lot of cellular energy, it's going to come out. It's going to give you the energy to achieve your goals and um, do the things that you were meant to do in the world. So in my book, The Confidence Cure, which I think we're going to talk about, I really touch on an area of confidence that starts from the inside as far as the health part of it. Speaking of your book, the book is called The Confidence Cure, Seven Foundations to an Age-Defying, Body-Utilizing, Electrical Frequencies, and Simple Holistic Solutions. That's a lot. So I know, that's a lot of words, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great book, though. It's not nearly as intense as the name might sound, but I know you talk a lot in your book about electrical frequencies, and can you give us uh, you know, a little bit of information about how that electrical frequency impacts our health? Yeah, you know, the whole book started, you know, I, I, from an accident. I was riding a bicycle in, in beautiful Boulder, Colorado, and um, pretty much feeling really good about myself when all of a sudden a car comes out and causes a horrendous bike crash. And I broke my face, literally broke bones in my face uh, in three places. And the doctors told me that if I didn't have this surgery, this emergency surgery, to put at least two plates, possibly more in my face, then I, my face would droop and become deformed. And I did have the surgery. And, you know, I do concentrate a lot on my looks. They're everything. And to hear that was totally devastating to me. So I went into the surgery. And when I came out, even when I came out of surgery, they said, you know, after we brought you in, we decided not to put all the metal plates. And I'm like, well, what did you do? <laughs> and they said, we knocked it back in place. Now, I don't know what that means. I know it was in a lot of pain, but whatever they did, they didn't put the plates. And I actually freaked out. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want my face to drop. And I did over the next year, I uh, massaged my face. I tried to do everything that they said to do. And sure enough, within the year, I had a major, major facial droop on one side of my face. And when I went back to the doctors and said, you know, what are you going to do? What can you do to help me? They said, there's nothing we can do. You have major nerve damage and tissue loss. And I'm like, oh no, there is something you can do. I've seen you do it. You, you pull people's face up. And I'm like, the most that we can do is fill one side of your face full of filler and, and try to make it look even. And I'm, you know, I'm a Southern girl. I have my nice chubby cheeks and, you know, that just wasn't an option. And I left that day feeling very, very depressed. And that is when you'll, you'll see in the book where I met a holistic doctor who introduced me to the world of microcurrent frequencies. 
And when you dig deep into that, many of these, as some people may know it as electric muscle stimulation, many of these modalities have been used for people with Bell's palsy or in different kinds of rehab situations. But they weren't talked that much about not only in uh, the facial world, you know, you will hear a little bit about it, but they weren't talked about that for the body either. And I started experimenting on my face playing all around the country and trying out um, different microcurrent modalities and um, got so good at it and so intrigued that I decided it, you know, besides it making my face look younger, more beautiful, strengthening the muscles, I was using it on my body and noticing a tremendous difference in my health and my vitality and this look of my skin that I got with the engineers and said, you know what? The world needs more of this. What about if we built a device? And I paired with a top engineer and over a year and a half, we created an FDA cleared device for the aesthetics and beautification of the body. And then that catapulted me more into supplements and ingredients that also make a difference in the health of the, the skin, because you know what? Your vibrancy starts from how good you feel within. Wouldn't you agree, Steve, that if you don't feel good on the inside, it's gonna show in your eyes, your skin, the way you walk, everything. So our philosophy is yes, confidence is all great, but it really does start with the vitality on the inside. So the confidence cure is basically an inside out kind of a thing. Yes, yes. I, I take you through uh, different things that can affect your vitality, not just electrical frequencies, but things on the market like LED light therapy, cryotherapy, even drinking water, the, the effect of water on your body. And then towards the end of the book, I go through 10, 10 ingredients, and there are more that make a difference in the health of your skin and your vitality. And um, it's just the beginning. Uh, we have more coming out, more books coming out, but it's just an easy read of simple things and simple things that are at your disposal that are holistic and good for you and make a true change. And not only the way you look, but the way that you feel on a daily basis. So a person needs to get the book in order to get all seven foundations. But um, much like me asking you which of your children is favorite, <laughs> what <laughs> is the, give us one of those. I, I won't make you pick a favorite, but just tell us one of those foundations. Um, well, you know, of course it's, it's the frequencies because what I learned a lot about, and you probably, you know, it's, it's neat that more and more people are talking about cellular health. And maybe you've heard of the mitochondria. It's an organelle in your body that is, is responsible for taking in the nutrients that you bring into it and producing an energy called, called ATP or adenosine triphosphate. It's actually the energy that everything on your body runs on. And as we get older, we have less and less of it. So there are simple things like using microcurrent frequencies on the body that actually feed the mitochondria and also ingredients like ubiquinol and PQQ and different things that can feed the mitochondria. So if you have more cellular energy, think of it as, as firing up the battery, recharging the battery. You're recharging your cells so that they can give you more brain health 
every organ functions better, your immune system is better, you have really great cellular health. To me and to many, you have the key to youthfulness and vitality. So that's what the book is all about. Wow, that's cool. So you're, you're using the electrical stuff. <laughs> Sorry to be so technical <laughs> here. Um, to cause literally like, you know, not jump starting, but like putting a battery charger on, Almost like, on the yeah, engine can, that is you. Right. You can think of it as charging the batteries. There are studies out that show using microcurrent frequencies on the body can cause an increase of up to 500% more ATP, ATP, which is that fuel that we're talking about, can cause at least 500% more ATP produced in the body by using these frequencies. And more and more people, as you dig into nootropics and frequencies and nutrients, are finding the value in firing up and enhancing the ability for the body's cells to be stronger. You think about building our muscles, we're actually building our cellular health. So the frequencies that I talk about there in the book are one thing, some of the ingredients are, and this is just the tip of an iceberg. I mean, there are many more and, and you can't put it all in one book, but it's simply fascinating that we actually do have control of simple things that we can do to fuel our body and to fuel ourselves. And you know what? you feel good, you're going to feel like conquering the world. You're going to feel like Wonder Woman or Superman, and you're going to be ready. That's cool. So you created this device um, in conjunction with the engineer, um, and that's now something you sell to people? Yes, we actually do. at our, our On our website, we sell it to professionals. So professional um, wellness clinics, acupuncturists, um, some people in the aesthetics world, they will have this as a holistic alternative to some of the other things that are on the market. Totally safe. Do it over and over. Just think of it as strengthening your cellular energy, increasing ATP. And it really does. Uh, when you see the before and after photos, it makes the beauty of the skin and the body much more beautiful. And then um, these professionals also carry our wellness products, our supplements, and they're very well educated on holistic practices to make you look and feel your best. So they can, our, your listeners can learn more at confidencebyshar.com or following us on in Instagram, confidencebyshar, and then um, finding out more that way. That's awesome. So a person doesn't have to buy a whole machine for themselves. They just need to, does your website have like a list of, you know, competence by Shar authorized? Um, yes, we have, we have nearly a hundred locations uh, over the United States and um, many of them are listed in the location finder on the website. And of course our products are there. If you're a professional, a wellness clinic or something like that, these are professional only products. So a lot of these Wellness clinics love to have this on their shelf. It's not something you find in normal stores. It is something that is truly highly researched. We have a lot of patented ingredients and um, really high quality ingredients that we've sourced from the United States, made in the US, and an FDA registered facility. So the more you dig in, and it all came from a passion of mine with the accident started 
started it. And of course, you know, just spinning us off into this wonderful world of what you can do in the holistic area for your body. Okay, so number one, we could go to Competence by Char and look up on the location finder. Um, what can somebody do, you know, that either can't afford it, doesn't have one near them, isn't quite ready to take that leap? What's something that somebody who's listening right now could start doing right now today? Well, one of the things that they can do is like um, our, well, for one thing, something you can do for your body that's that's really easy for everyone is drinking a lot of water it's 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 amazing when you read the chapter on water you know just fueling sometimes some of your brain fog and how you're not you're not thinking clearly is you're literally dehydrated and the, the effects that that can have on your organs are just astronomical so one thing you can do is start drinking adequate water um but the other thing is, you know, even with supplements, looking for things like we, we have a product called I Am Mighty that's for the mitochondrial. And there are many other products on the market for cellular health, things like ubiquinol and all that actually just feeds the cells for you to be stronger. So nutrients make a big, huge difference. Um, and controlling your cortisol. There's um, another supplement that we have that is centered and it adds actually proven that after eight weeks, it can lower cortisol in the body because cortisol can make you feel bad. It can affect your inflammation, your cellular health, your brain health. You know, some of these small things, you know, maybe you can't have, um, be in a facility and have the treatments with the microcurrent, but some of the other things in, in the book, like choosing special ingredients, like we just talked about, can really fuel the body to be um, better perform. And of course, you can get the book, The Confidence Cure, Seven Foundations to an Age-Defying Body Utilizing Electrical Frequencies and Simple Holistic Solutions. Shar, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Thank you, Steve. It's great to see you. I don't know about you, but I want to plug myself into energy sources that are going to allow me to rejuvenate and really truly have the energy to be able to do the thing that I know that I'm meant to do in this world. I'm sure you're there too. Let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling go to yourbestsellertoday.com schedule a talk with steve it's risk-free it's guaranteed it's proven we've done it thousands of times what are you waiting for yes yourbestsellertoday.com this time next week you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve reach the people that you came to serve come on now what are you waiting for grab a pen here we go all you got to do is book a call yourbestsellertoday.com go to yourbestsellertoday.com Book a talk 
talk with Steve, it's proven, it's guaranteed, it's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today as we're rejuvenating you to move you from fear to faith to rejuvenate the really powerful, strong you. Um, So let's look a little bit here now at business. Let's look at some initiatives that you can do, how you can take the initiative, make the initiative, do the things that really help you live that rejuvenated you powerfully and show up as a thriving entrepreneur in this world. Let's talk to our next guest. Join me in welcoming Tom Geary. Hey, Tom, how are you doing today? Doing really well, Steve. Thank you. So, Tom, tell us a little bit about you and what you do in the world. So, I am the founder of School of Thought, which is uh, not a school. We get uh, two, or, <laughs> two or three emails a week uh, from people who are interested in tuition. Uh, but uh, actually, we're a creative firm, uh, and we basically just try to make our clients' initiative stand out. What does it take to make especially an initiative. So, you know, you're talking about really more an idea that you want to have take root. What does it take to make something like that stand out? So our, there's a big sign on, a, on the side of our wall, uh, you know, back, back when we, I hope, hope we get to return to the office soon, but in the office that I'm paying for, we have a, we have a giant sign that says, make them care. And that's really kind of at the heart of everything we do. You know, people, nobody gets out of bed to look at an ad or hear a message or communication, whatever it is. And so you've got to make these things come to life for people. You have to make an emotional connection. I had a, a client who's the CMO at uh, Volvo, and he said, you know, if you're trying to reach the brain, you have to go through the heart. And, and that is kind of what we try and do each and every day. Oh, that makes so much sense. It's hard, though. I mean... It's really easy to be apathetic, especially after, like you just said, forever away from our offices and, uh, you know, stuck at home. How do we get somebody to care? Well, um, yeah, that's that's a great question, Steve. I, I think we've been working on some things. We've been working on vaccine hesitancy campaigns and recycling. And I think you know, we do a lot of things that are sort of about social impact and sustainability. And it's tough, you know, the uh, people have fatigue about just about everything these days. And so, you know, sometimes you kind of have to look look at the landscape and figure out what everyone else is doing. So for example, in San Francisco, we were trying to help improve recycling and composting, which sounds kind of curious, perhaps you might think everybody in San Francisco does it. But the reality is there are a lot of transplants to the Bay Area who come from all over the country, all over the world and places where they didn't necessarily grow up with it. And so we're like, okay, a lecture isn't going to work, you know, so let's use some humor. So we, we made fun of, you know, we made all these local jokes, talked about how, you know, either you start recycling or we're going to add more hills, all things that were sort of native to San Francisco. And, uh, you know, one, one sort of crazy one we had was 
tied to the fact that there's no there are no cemeteries within San Francisco proper because there's so little land on the on the peninsula. And so we said, okay, we can't handle your if we can't bury grandma here, we certainly can't handle your extra Starbucks cups. So uh, you know these kind of insights, you know, really unexpected lines, making using humor to get attention. It's that kind of approach that that gets people, you know, when people are laughing at you or, or with you. Sorry about that. Um, when people are laughing uh, at your line, you know, they're smiling. Suddenly there is no apathy. Suddenly they're going to be receptive to whatever the message is. And so it's that kind of approach that we, we try and employ. Mm. I've heard said so many times, um, but I think it still rings true. And that's the old saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It's a great line and it's, it's completely true. Um, we're, we're doing a lot of work in, in social impact and corporate social responsibility and, and you know, diversity and equity and and uh, there, I mean, there's so many things that that are important now. But you know, the authenticity is just everything. You know, if if companies are basically doing diversity and inclusion just to sort of check the box, it's going to be obvious to everyone in, in short order. There's nothing, you know we can do about that when we, we don't really like to work with clients that approach things for the wrong reasons. So, you know, it's just so important to be authentic. You have to be authentic in your motives and in your actions, because one way or another, people are going to figure it out and you'll pay the consequences. People are still resistant to it, though. It's amazing to me. You would think that we would lean towards doing the kind of advertising promoting that appeals to us as well, but people seem really resistant to going towards the heart. Why do you think that is? I think, well, it's interesting. I, I, I've lectured at, at business. I, I think there's so much fear. You know, you, you, you talked in one of your podcasts about about surviving versus thriving. You know, people are reluctant, uh, sometimes client side, you're working at the big company. Uh, and, uh, you know, there, there's no, there's no, frequently there's no benefit to sort of sticking your neck out and trying new things. And so, you know, your, your generation of marketers kind of follows what, what your boss did and so forth. And, it unfortunately leads to a culture of kind of just, just this kind of rote marketing. The playbook from last time gets run again. And it, it just, it, it's such a disservice because we're only around for so long. And, you know, why not, why not go for it? Why not, uh, be able to look back on one's career and say, you know, I actually accomplished something rather than sort of having checked the box and collected a paycheck. And, and unfortunately, uh, too many people kind of are, are 
keeping their heads down. And especially in a time when, you know, as a society, there's so many fraught issues. Um, we had a campaign last year that we, a pro bono thing we, we came up with called Make It Better. And, and the notion that, that I had was that the pandemic behind the pandemic was uh, mental health. We were all struggling with loneliness and, and isolation, you know, not being able to see our loved ones and so forth. And of course, the terrible consequences, direct consequences of the pandemic. Um, there's so many issues going on and, and nobody was really talking about it. And so I thought, wouldn't it be great to have a coalition of multiple brands working together, you know, kind of team of rivals. We could have Coke and Pepsi or whoever it is, you know, and we, we actually approached some Fortune 100 brands and some people would be enthusiastic. And then, then they'd, we'd reach out to the rival and they'd be like, you know, that's crazy. We could never do that. Well, you know, it's too bad that uh, they were sort of so, so myopic in the moment because how great would it have been if we'd had this sort of collection, this team of rivals working together to, to basically help, uh, help the whole country? Hmm. I so love that concept. I was really pulling for you. I was hoping that you'd be like, you know, and now Coke, Coke and Pepsi are actually running a mental health awareness campaign. Um, that would have been a fun ending to that. But I, well, I, I'm not giving up. Actually, I had a call with, uh, with somebody in, in, in the government yesterday, and he, he's pretty enthusiastic. So, you know, the, the issue is still there. You know, lots and lots of people are affected directly and indirectly by the pandemic. And, uh, and, and I think we're, we're being pretty myopic if we're just focusing on, on the direct, the obvious things, because I think the underlying issues are, are going to unfortunately be around for, for some time. Mm, definitely for sure. So let's talk about some specific things that we as entrepreneurs can do to begin to show the people that we've always wanted to serve, just how much we really care about them. You mean in terms of uh, running one's own company? Yes. Well, that's that's a good question. I think i i was I was thinking a little bit about that, uh, given given your your sort of the uh, the fact that we're going to talk today. And one of the challenges in advertising is the culture is, is pretty tough. I mean, it's kind of the rock and roll of business. Uh, I, when I was working at, at one agency, um, well, the nickname of one agency was Shiat Day and Night. Uh, the, the name of the company is Shiat Day. But uh, it's just a 24-7 kind of burnout, very hardworking category. It's great in a lot of respects, the creativity and the people and so forth. But the culture can be really harsh. And so when I started School of Thought, I said, I really wanted to go a different direction. There was one agency that I'd heard of anywhere in the country that actually had a great supportive culture. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to do that? So taking a look around at, you know, what you've been doing, what the industry is like, and, and thinking, you know, what's missing? What, what it's sort of What's the landscape like and how can we do better? Uh, that was kind of the first thing that I did. Um, it's, it's imperfect, but I mean, let me give you an example. 
uh, I found this woman who was a really is a really talented uh, account director, somebody who handles the clients, and she was a single mom and has an adorable uh, young daughter, and she she was basically begging of her of her then agency to be able to go home at five, uh, which is practically speaking lunchtime in, in the advertising uh, world, and uh, and then continue working from home. And this is a few years ago before before uh, COVID, of course. And they they just wouldn't let it. They they were like shocked by by the request. They're like, no, there's there's no way. And to me, it was just ridiculous. And I, I, you know, I wrote her and I said, Hey, you, you know, come, come work with me and, and uh, we'll figure out a situation that works for you and your daughter. And, and uh, we look back on what has happened last year and maybe that's not so surprising, but, you know, it was as if I'd, I'd walked on the moon, you know, uh, it was such a cultural change from the norm, uh, but it's not so hard to do that sort of thing to, to, to have some empathy for people and, and try and try and improve. You know, that's not to say that I'm perfect, far from it. I, when I'm, I had an agency when I was in my twenties and I, I kind of ran, wore all the hats to the point where my resume had pictures of all the hats I wore, all the roles I had, and I kind of graded myself. I think I gave myself about a, a C on bookkeeping and a D on IT. So I've learned you know, after that experience, that what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And so what I'm doing this time is making sure that I've got some really talented people to complement my, uh, my weaker uh, aspects. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's made for a much better experience for me and I'm, I'm sure for everybody I work with. Mm, I bet. I appreciate your approach to it because um, so many people just can't let go of those hats. They recognize it and then they put them all back on again. You know what I mean? No, I, I absolutely do. And, and I, you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are perfectionists. I am. And you kind of have this notion that, that nobody is going to possibly, you know, do it the way you would do it, which is perhaps true, but that doesn't mean that, it won't get done well. It might be different, but it will still get done well. And, and also think of the opportunity cost. If I'm out there <laughs> doing a bad job at IT, which is what will happen, you know, I'm not having a high value conversation with a client or I'm not, you know, creating a pitch deck or a headline or whatever else it is that I am really good at. Uh, and and there's, so there's an opportunity cost that I think too many entrepreneurs, and certainly I didn't think about this as much as I should have when I opened my first agency. Uh, there's a huge opportunity cost to, to doing it all yourself. So what kind of uh, what kind of clients do you like to work with these days? Do you still do the advertising mostly for people? Or are you moving more into coaching on this kind of thing? Or, or who do you like to work with now? Mm. No, we, we have a great we have a great array of clients and I think the common denominator with them is the caliber of the people. I mean, we're, we, we're working with clients across all kinds of different categories, tech to nonprofits and, and so forth. Uh, uh, the, the great thing is we, we just, 
at this point, we, we, we get to work with, with really good people. Uh, life's too short to kind of do anything else. And so we like to work with, uh, with really good clients who are interested in making a difference, doing things a little differently. Um, and because we're working increasingly in the sort of social impact space, uh, it's great to be able to help them to improve things, whether it's sustainability or equities, uh, social impact, whatever the initiative is, uh, it's, it's pretty great to, to make a difference. So how would a person who would want to get in contact with you and work with you further, how would they contact you? Most people just call 911, Steve. I'm kidding. Um, no, the um, so, uh, schoolofthought.com is our, is our website. And, and we've actually put together kind of an, a predictive analytics uh, bot that, uh, that almost plays therapist for prospective clients. It'll uh, ask you a few questions. And, and through that, uh, we, can, uh, we can figure out the best way forward. Perfect. Well, Tom, I really appreciate you spending some time with us here on the show today. Really, my pleasure, Steve. Thank you so much for, uh, for inviting me. I don't know about you, but I thought of some initiatives, some things that I'd like to take the initiative in, some ways that I can rejuvenate what I'm doing in business to make it even more powerful and more impactful. I'm working on some exciting things in that realm, and I hope you are too in your business so that you can show up to really make the difference that you're meant to make in this world and to live as a thriving entrepreneur. Let's take our next commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far, and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbesttellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free, it's guaranteed, it's proven, we've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbesttellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve, reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now, what are you waiting for? Grab a pen, here we go. All you gotta do is book a call, yourbesttellertoday.com. Go to yourbesttellertoday.com Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur. Let's take that last step in rejuvenating. Let's rejuvenate to the point where we move from fear to faith. Let's call it move from fear to freedom. Doesn't that sound amazing? I really hope that you will enjoy this last guest as we jump into our latest interview right now. Join me in welcoming Nicole Borgie. Hey, Nicole, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. 
Well, a little bit about me. Well, um, I am a soulful coach and I work with clients, uh, Gen X clients, uh, to kind of go from that fear to freedom and move past uh, any of that kind of traumatic experience. And, you know, I, I show up in other places with serving the community and I help uh, vets, you know, with um, gentle, soulful meditations. And did you say vets you help? Vets, vets. You, I work with U.S. vets. That's awesome. So, um, I mean, because we won't even get into recent history, but before things that just happened recently, um, you know, there's just such a horrible time. I've heard statistics, and maybe you know specifically, I've heard everywhere from 20 people a day all the way up to as high as almost even 80 people a day that are veterans that commit suicide. Do you know specifically what that number really is? Well, it went from 21% uh, on the standard uh, about 2018 to approximately 44%, depending on which um, stat you're looking at. So it has risen um, since 2020. It's doubled. What, what caused that? Do we know? Um, you know, really because the tendency is at the point, um, just generally the point is they're in their head, they're living in their world, right? Um, they, at that point before the, the suicide, it's usually that, that PTSD that, that triggers and, and not having that help or seeking that assistance or be able to dealing with society. It's different, they're transitioning um, from a totally different life. And, you know, sometimes it's scary living in the world. And I know for many people, just on a daily basis on the, the earth plane, uh, being in a meat suit and not having a soulful experience, it's hard to live on the earth plane. Uh, so, uh, you know, to come out of the situation that they're out of, you know, you have, you're dictated to how you're going to uh, eat, live and breathe. Um, where are you going to go? What you're going to do? And you have a unit that you move with. You're a cohesive unit and you move. You breathe, you live together. And that leader brings you to that point of going through the chaos and the crisis and, and bringing you up and develops you. Um, and when you don't have that, now you've lost that. You've lost your leadership. You've lost your brothers, uh, your sisters. You've lost your unit. Uh, and that's your family, that's your familiar environment as well. And so going from that is it chaos as it can be, um, it, you're going into a totally different world that, that you've been taken out of um, and you've been dropped in uh, to that dynamic experience. And sometimes when we're adrenaline junkies, my, my history is law enforcement and security uh, leadership. Uh, so coming from that, going from self you know, leadership to self-mastery really, and, and learning that there is, you, when you're in that dynamic form all the time, you're on a high. You live for that chaos because that's your life and that's what you thrive in. If we didn't thrive in that circumstance, um, we wouldn't be able to function in that circumstance and not everybody's meant to be in that circumstance. Somebody has, to, has a totally different mindset. Um, and so when you're taking out of those environments and you kind of do the city jungle and now you're kind of in that urban warfare and you've been dropped over here and you're living a daily droll life, 
you know, where's where's the action? Uh, where's the uh, mental uh, challenge? There's no more intelligence challenge in the daily life. It's just simplicity. It's kind of been handed to so many people, and you're not used to that. You're used to high functioning beings. Mm, that makes so much sense. I mean, because if you think about it, and, and it's true whether you're talking veterans or first responders of any sort, um, you know, there's a police academy, there is boot camp, there are the things to get them into the mindset of what they want to do. But then it's just like, okay, you're done. Here's your paper. Goodbye. Here's a plane ticket. You know what I mean? I mean, there isn't any, there should really be, you know, boot camp is what, eight to 12 weeks, depending on you know, right, right. Uh, there should really be at least an eight to 12 week program, you know, that it's like, okay, before you can go live with regular people again, we need to make you a regular people again. <laughs> you know, that's, that's so, um, you know, th thank you for saying that because I just had a conversation with a, a, a doctor this morning um, where we're working on a collaboration and uh, she was speaking how her husband is military and she has uh, some some mili uh, military, she worked with the government. And we just talked about that. There is nothing to transition back out. You are stoic. You have a totally different sense of humor. Um, and you, you have a darker sense of humor. It gets you through the day. We all need laughter, but it's how we get through that laughter in that circumstance sometimes to go through that, rise through that, tri uh, that traumatic experience. And no, you don't. Uh, now you're living, now you're uh, in an environment where people are, are crying or they're overcome and they're anxious in simple situations. You're like, that's nothing. You know, you, your purse doesn't match your shoes. You're going to be okay, babe, right? You know, <laughs> getting out in the world, you're going to be all right. It's okay. It's not a traumatic experience. You're, it's okay. Um, you know, and, and so looking at those things and, and kind of uh, adjusting to it, if, if we could have that experience uh, on both ends of, of that transition and, and that there is a large gap without getting further into it really of what's going on, but there is that large gap of miscommunication. Uh, we did that as well in community service and community outreach for the police department. Um, uh, you know, sharing with people, here's the circumstance, here's what happened, here's how you felt, here's how, what, why we did what we did, and, and let's work that out uh, so we can have a better response with one another and work well in a unit together. And um, it is, you know, going from being so stoic and not having your feelings. Mm. It's so true. And I mean, I do so much work with and am part of a group of veterans, you know, my, my oldest son was a veteran. And so I still do a lot of books and stuff with veterans. So I have a little bit of an inside track, even though I didn't experience it personally. But the one I always think of is my oldest brother when he got back from the military. Um, you know, besides the fact that he lived in the last two years in Germany. And so when he was around, quote unquote, people, you know, real regular people, <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's just such a different culture in Germany, um, yeah. you know, and that became the only exposure to, again, I don't really like the word normal, but normal, you know, for him. Um, and then coming back and being, you know, around my, you know, my parents who are much more conservative than you know, his military family was, uh, you know, it was tough for him. I remember the tough, the stuff that he, you know, still in some respects, even though he's, 
62 now, you know, is still dealing with. Right, right. And and there's so much coming up with the, 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 the consciousness right now, especially, you know, that that opened up for me, I, I, I share with people in that conscious conversation to say, you know what, it is us not being able to deal with our emotions as a collective, and not being able to deal with our environment or our family as a collective, and not be empathetic or understanding with one another, not being a doormat not laying down and allowing people to make make choices for you, but really being in that triumphant scent and that self mastery to rise up. And, you know, that's almost kind of that explosion in a mental sense. Uh, we, we haven't dealt with ourselves, you know, over medicated or hidden in our homes, watching TV or, uh, you know, not addressing our family issues. And now if anything has taught us in these last few years is, is we need to, uh, work with and understand our family and our environments better and how other people live. So I'm gonna ask you a completely unfair question um, because I know this is something you spend months, sometimes even years working with people on, but somebody who is in a place where they're not really in touch with the spirit inside of them, what is a step one they could do to get more in touch with the, how did you put it earlier, the person inside of their meat suit? <laughs> right, right. We're, we are we are those, uh, we live in our, our meat suit and it's that separation of the soul and trying to gain that back. And, and I had the connection when I was young, but getting the connection back when I was older uh, was a lot harder because I understood things differently. So now, um, what it is, is really knowing, um, you know, how to just even breathe. You know, I teach uh, clients uh, to, to come in into it and just breathe, put their hand to their chest and just breathe. Just focus maybe on the breath for five minutes. Don't, don't, don't overdo it. You know, um, just try simply to breathe. Or even I have meditations where I share with people how to just focus on a curtain, understand the pattern, the color, uh, the way it's hang the curtains hanging over the window is the sun coming through it. And in those those moments, either one to five minutes, you're understanding and you're refocusing on one simple thing in life. And you're not letting your monkey mind kick in where you're going really sporadic to everything else around that curtain. It's just that one point. And then what that teaches you basically is the next time you see a person that may trigger you is you can notice maybe one thing on that person, their glasses that you can focus on and allow yourself to be with that person in that conversation just for that moment and not allow those triggers to rise up. Mm, wow, that's powerful. Do you have a little um, intro to meditation, like a 30 second or a 60 second, you could literally just walk us through? Uh, uh, sure, sure. If you want to do that, if we got 30 seconds, and, and I'll go ahead and just go ahead and sit back with your feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes, allow your shoulders to relax. And just see, feel or imagine a light coming down to the center of your skull just in that seventh chakra, that crown chakra, just let it come into the center of your skull. And as that warm, inviting light comes within, you're just going to breathe in and out and relax. 
and just allow that warm light to go through the center of your skull into your brain and just down through your forehead, through your ears, and just embrace this light. It's just a positive, healthy, energetic light, a warm, loving light down your eyes, your nose, your mouth, down your neck and your shoulders and just relaxing your shoulders and your back and then down into your chest open your heart chakra and allow it to expand down your arms and your fingers just feel a little bit of the tingle of the light down to your lower back your stomach your thighs just embrace the light as one down to your legs and down to your feet and sharing that light and allowing it to cascade deep within to Mother Earth and find a grounding connection. And just allow that light to come back up through your feet as above, so below, and gently cascade through your body. And as it does that, you're just gonna bat your eyes open and just feel that relaxing. There's, there's, that's just the challenge. The challenge is to just do you feel stressed after that? Do you even remember what you were thinking about? That's so good. I love meditations like that because whatever background you come from, religious, not religious, you know, it doesn't matter, any of that stuff. It just really helps you really invite in good. And we need that so much these days in our world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can, you can do that type of meditation, just even a tactile one, just touching your fingers and feeling, feeling your, your hands and, and just feeling into yourself and just breathing while you're doing it and just uh, re-kindling um, uh, that kind of vibration and that heart center of being one with your body. So what one piece of advice would you give to people who feel like they're kind of always in chaos? Uh, if you're always in chaos, if you can't immediately remove yourself from that chaos experience, it, it, it becomes traumatic, it becomes a, a crisis. So you have to understand that part of that chaos is your choice to be there. Um, and so in that choice, what choice can you make now to move forward to get out of that chaos? A lot of times people need help, you know, because once you've accepted that chaos, um, you know, it's become so normal that you need somebody to kind of help you get out of it. So how would a person that wanted to work with you go further with you? Well, um, people that work with me can contact me um, and, you know, they can just message me. But, you know, if they want to work with me, that's, you know, that can be a course or that can be a one on one uh, to remove those traumatic experiences in life and and to heal through energetic frequency and understand how you can be the leader of yourself and influence yourself. So do you have um, URL social media things that you can give to people? Absolutely. It's, it's all uh, either Nicole Borgie or Sabotage Smasher. Uh, so that's what I go for is uh, I am the Sabotage Smasher. And I always say I've got 20 years of experience in it. <laughs> I've, I've sabotaged myself successfully for 20 years. So you can find me uh, there. Um, and my website is SabotageSmasher.com as well. 
Mm, I love that name too. That's awesome. Well, Nicole, I really appreciate you spending some time here on the show with us today. Mm, thank you so much for having me, Steve. It's been great. It's so easy in life to give up. I mean, we've all done it. Uh, not necessarily forever, but we just get to that point. And sometimes we need a break, but sometimes we just feel like giving up. We don't want to rejuvenate. We don't want to allow ourselves to be free of the fears in our life. We are stuck right where we are. It can be really easy to stay in that fear. It can be safe there. It can actually feel comfortable in the midst of that fear. But when we move from that fear to freedom, then we can find ourselves really powerfully living the life that we're meant to live. When we move from fear to freedom, when we rejuvenate ourselves, mind, body, and soul, to the point where we're really living as powerfully as we can live today. That's such an amazing feeling. There are people who will thrive in life because of you having rejuvenated you. You are uniquely brilliant. You absolutely were created for a purpose. And the world, oh yes, the world needs you. But sometimes we need to recharge. We need to rejuvenate so that we can take the initiatives that we know or that we discover after we've rejuvenated that we can take. Um, and we need to move from that fear to the freedom of knowing just how wonderful, how amazing, how powerful we are, and how much us showing up in this world can make such an amazingly awesome impact on the world. Just maximizing while it's called today. Tomorrow's going to take care of itself. Yesterday, it's past. But when we maximize today, be the best version of who we can be today, share with the people that come across our lives that thing that is so uniquely us so that we make the difference in their lives too, then we really truly are living as a thriving entrepreneur. I want that for you. I hope until we're together again next time that you're happy, safe, warm, and loved, and that you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. who's on a mission stand out with your brand out <laughs> check this out guys yep everything's marketing and marketing is everything your existing book can become a best-selling book or even hey like mine a number one international best-selling book in five days listen if your business isn't known by everybody it's obscurity and that's death right the same thing is true for your book if you're not happy with the way your book is performing you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling Go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve,
believe. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.